I think it's just about time for the weekend. What do you think? I'm a hearty agreement. And we can't start the weekend before asking the preacher. So let's ask the preacher. Brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Believers Fellowship Church brings you Ask the Preacher every Friday. Here's John Freed. Hey, 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 hey. Happy Friday to you. Thank you very much, Eric, uh, for being here every week, except for when you're not here. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. (laughs) And uh, by the way, Eric, I'm expecting a call from a gentleman named Dan any minute now, and he's going to tell us about an event that is coming to Lakeland I'll get him right over to you. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's exciting. We're a sponsor of of this event, and um, anyway, and so we'll tell you more about that in a, in a few minutes. Um, happy Veterans Day! It it really is a, uh, a a happy day. It's a happy day for many. I guess it can be considered a a, a sad day uh, for for many others. Uh, but Veterans is a a celebration of those who uh, did not die. Um, Memorial Day is for those who died. Um, serving our country. Veterans Day is for all those who who served. Um, And so I guess you could include to some degree, but uh, there is a special day for those that uh, gave gave their life. But uh, happy Veterans Day to you. We'll talk a little bit about America. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the hope that we have in this nation, but better than that, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. I am so glad that my allegiance, this is the one problem that I have with the pledge uh, to the American flag is because my allegiance is not first to my nation. My allegiance is first to my God and King Jesus, um, and and so you know I, I do give allegiance to my nations, but my first allegiance, um, and my undying allegiance, is to Jesus Christ. And so um, anyway, so I, you know every once in a while I, I just uh, have a little little uh, snag there, but uh, today being Veterans Day, I, I do want to uh, just give honor. To all of those uh, who who fought or served, maybe you didn't actually uh, have to engage in combat, but uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, I say thank you to all of those uh, men and women that have served in any of our military, any of our armed forces, um, the the Army, the Navy, the Marines, the Coast Guard, the Air Force, um, all of them, no matter... Uh, and <laughs> Space Force, Eric just said Space Force. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> but for all of them that served, I, I tell you, I, uh, I I went to sign up. I was going to become a chaplain in the Army, um, and they were going to station me in a, a base. In a, in a small base, the chaplains have to perform um, religious duties, is what they would call it, uh, for all different faiths, and I could not do that. I, I could not in good conscience uh, teach or advocate for something that I knew would uh, would not save a man's soul. And so, uh, therefore, I had to get out of that commitment, almost got in some trouble in my efforts to get out, but nonetheless, I, I, I made it. But anyway, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all those that served in the armed forces. Happy Veterans Day. And uh, America, the rest of us, should be very grateful, should be very, very grateful. Well, I told you we would have uh, Mr. Dan Stasekel with White Thorn Productions giving us a call to tell us about an event that's coming up. And uh, so I think we have him on the line. Yeah. Hey, Dan, welcome to the Ask the Preacher program. Hey, John, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You know where my wife is right now, Dan? She is, um, 
<laughs> Shannon's in, I don't know. I don't know. She is at the box office across the street from the radio station here. She is at the box office at the at the uh, Lakeland um, Center, the RP Funding Center, um, getting our tickets to the ballet right oh, now. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So hopefully, there's a long line. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. So, so Dan, tell us a little bit about this uh, Christmas ballet that's coming right at the beginning of December, and uh, why and how people uh, should should get tickets and and come and, and see it. Yeah, I appreciate it. So we've been we've been bringing uh, Whitethorn Events has been bringing events to Lakeland since 2016, and um, we've brought Ballet Magnificat into town on numerous occasions. I think this is probably the seventh production that we've brought in featuring Ballet Magnificat. Um, and the awesome thing about <clears throat> Ballet Magnificat is they're a, a world, world-renowned, um, top-notch ballet company uh, based out of Mississippi. They tour the world. They've, <clears throat> they've, they've had the privilege of performing in over 40 nations um, since the 80s. Um, so they're, they're very, very well-known around the world and just uh, top-notch quality. But the amazing thing about them is they are um, just avid followers of Jesus. Wow. And everything they do, every production they they put on, is to first and foremost uh, give glory to God. And they're they're not your typical ballet company. They don't have a a prima ballerina. Um, None of them wants that spotlight. they just want to point to Christ with all their productions, and their productions are phenomenal. Um, this one that's coming up in December is called Most Incredible Christmas, and it's a real fun uh, kind of a Broadway-style event that's inspired by familiar Christian uh, Christmas traditions from around the world, um, and it's, it's kind of the, a town's um, story of putting on this contest to determine what is the most incredible thing about Christmas. And um, so just different variations of, of Christmas traditions are performed throughout the night, um, but it all culminates with uh, this, this, the story of Christ. So um, it's just powerful. Every performance I've been to with Ballad Magnificat, it just really grips your heart, grips your spirit. Um, and it's just a, it's a wonderful event to, to bring your family to. Now, from my understanding, um, they perform uh, actually this presentation, The Most Incredible Christmas, uh, in in about um, a half dozen cities across the U.S., and we get uh, the the pleasure of having them right here in Lakeland on December the sixth. December the sixth. Yep, um, Tuesday evening, seven p.m. And yes, they are touring the southeast um, with this production, and um, and yeah, we're bringing them into Lakeland. This is about the further south they come. We're also presenting a live stream option with this with this event, and we will have people from all over the nation watching this event. But um, if you're here in town, we, you, you should go and... We want you to come to the yeah, RP yeah. Funding Center. Yes. So you'd want to go to whitethornevents.com forward slash Christmas. Real easy to remember, whitethornevents.com forward slash Christmas and get your tickets um, for the event at the RP Funding Center. And, you know, we couldn't bring this to town, John, if it wasn't for our sponsors and uh, I think you're familiar with one of those. Believers <laughs> Fellowship was <laughs> so generous as to be one of the title sponsors for this event. So can't thank you enough for that. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to to actually just to get to go see it. I, I remember I got to see another one of their presentations. Uh, I think you brought them into Winter Haven, 
and uh, it was it was just incredible. Uh, but but that was a smaller event. This is the whole. This is the the big the big deal right here. Right. This is the this yeah. This is, is no one of their bar. bigger. Right. This is one of their bigger events. They travel with not only their main professional company but also their events company. Um, so there's thirty. Uh, 30 dancers who are are part of this production, and um, it's just spectacular. It's there's there's some. Well, I think you should style. use the term incredible because it's most incredible. It's incredible. Christmas. Yes, yeah. it is. It's not the most spectacular. <laughs> it's the most incredible. Most incredible. Most incredible Christmas. <laughs> that is true. All right. So can they can they get tickets by going to the RP Funding Center website? Yeah. Well, if you go to Whitethorn Events dot com forward slash Christmas and click on the link to buy in-person tickets, it will take you to the RP Funding Box Center uh, website. Or if people are familiar with the RP Funding Center website, they can go directly to that. Um, to save on the service fee, if you're if you're close to downtown, do like uh, like your wife's doing right now, go to the box office in person and get your tickets and save a couple bucks on that online service fee. Yeah, she she pulled in the parking lot here at the radio station. I thought she was going to come in the studio with me today cuz she said, "Hey, meet <laughs> meet me at the at the church and and we'll ride together to the radio station." And I was like, "Oh, okay, great. You're going to the radio with me." And so we get in the parking lot. She like pulls a U-turn and she unlocks the door. I'm like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Well, I'm dropping you off." I said, "Well, where are you going?" She goes, "Well, I'm going over to the box office to get our ballet tickets and then I'm going to Coles." So I'm like, "Oh, boy." Oh, there you go. Very so nice. so one more time. Uh, so Tuesday, December the 6th at 7 p.m. So Tuesday, December 6th is only a, only like, what, three weeks, four weeks away? It's going to come real quick. It is. It's coming. It's, it's a little less than a month uh, away, yep. The most incredible Christmas, um, Ballet Magnificat, uh, absolutely incredible program. And so uh, you need to go to either in person to the RP Funding Center and get your tickets. Uh, what This will be in the, uh, the Yuki Theater. Is that the name of it? That's now? correct. Yeah, yep. so, so yep. in in that uh, in that theater, uh, but yeah. uh, Whitethorn, Whitethorn Events Events. I want to say productions. Whitethorn Events. Nope. Whitethorn Events. Com forward slash Christmas. And I know there's a lot of options. We're a family that typically goes to a Nutcracker, and we probably will end up going to a Nutcracker. Um, this is something different. This is something unique. This is something powerful, and people won't regret it if they if they awesome. attend this event. Awesome. All right. Whitethornevents.com slash Christmas. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Whitethornevents.com slash Christmas and, and get your tickets to the most incredible Christmas. Dan, thank you so much uh, for calling in. Thank you. And uh, I, I, I hope we'll have you thank on you. again to talk about and to talk about it again um, some, some other time between now and then. That so. would be fantastic. Hey, folks, keep listening. Right. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. We'll be back in a couple minutes, and uh, we'll get into some of the topics of today, uh, some post-election conversations, uh, some hope for America, the biggest hope that we have um, in the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, when we come back, we'll talk some more. Stay tuned. But now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher, your chance to have your Bible questions answered with John Freed. Hey, welcome back. I'm glad you're listening today. Uh, you know, Eric, every time we open the phone lines, even when we give away stuff, it's not often that we have too many people call. Uh, there's probably 100 listeners at least for uh, every every person that calls in. But, uh, you know, I would just, uh, I would love to hear from some of the veterans that might be listening today. And so if you're willing to give us a call, 863-682-682. 
and uh, just tell us your name and and uh, when and where you served, and just like to give you uh, just a little a little little radio time, a little thanks to you, a little congratulations, and uh, thank you for your service because I think it's incredible that um, that people would would lay down their life. You know, the scripture says that uh, no greater love does any man have than he lays down his life for his friends. And so, um, you know, you could make two biblical references to that. Obviously, the first and foremost we know of, of Jesus, who gave his life for us, uh, for all of us. And so, you know, therefore, you know, he has the greatest of love um, for, for all of humanity. He laid down his life for all of humanity. And then you have the reference of David and Jonathan in the Old Testament, King David, uh, well, Jonathan was Saul's son. Jonathan was in line to be king, uh, but David was the one who God anointed to be king. And those two were the best of friends, probably closer than than brothers. Um, and so that's really where that, that reference in the shadow or the type uh, comes from, if you understand type and shadow from Old Testament, um, looking over forward into the New Testament. But then you could also make this reference to people who fought, who served, uh, obviously to those that uh, gave up their lives, and, and uh, we can make um, direct connection of that on Memorial Day, but for those who gave up their lives. But when somebody s- signs up and, and serves, especially when they go into combat, um, the risk is there, the potential is there, and so you are willing uh, to give all, and so I, I just again, I, I hope I, I I hope I take a, a moment in every segment today just to say thank you to all of those veterans. So if um, if you're a veteran and you'd like to just call in and um, and just just give us your name uh, and when and where you served, uh, I'd just love to hear from you. Eight six three six eight two fourteen thirty. Eight six three six eight two fourteen thirty. All right. I want to talk for just a moment uh, about some of the midterm election stuff. You know, personally, I, I'm just, uh, oh man, I was, I was, I'm disappointed. I'm shocked on a, on a few places. I cannot believe, hardly for the life of me, um, that that Fetterman would take Pennsylvania in the Senate race. Uh, I'm not a big Oz fan. I'm not much of an Oz fan at all. Um, he stands for a lot of stuff that I'm. Uh, outrageously against. He is um, pro-abortion. He's pro-vaccine. He's pro a variety of other things that I am just not pro, anti even. Um, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, I, there's, it just is astonishing to me that, that people would have elected uh, Fetterman for, for the job there. And, and so uh, in, my, in my thoughts about that and across the nation thinking, wow, we didn't have the red wave that I anticipated, that many, many, many anticipated. Even people who study this all the time anticipated a great giant uh, red wave, uh, a red tsunami even. And I talked about it here on this program. We're going to have a red tsunami. Well, in Florida, we kind of did. We had some great results in Florida. But here's some thoughts that I want to point out. We may not have had a red tsunami in the sense of uh, some of the high tickets, some of the senators, and and you know that the House and the and the Senate is uh, still pretty pretty balanced out or leaning a little red, but it's not overwhelmingly red. Um, but here's the other thing that that we have to think about across the nation on 
all sorts of local fronts. City commissioners were being voted on. County commissioners were being voted on. Uh, school board races were, were being voted. All sorts of decision makers were being voted all across the nation. And we don't hear about those things. Uh, we hear about our local stuff, but we don't hear about the, the, the lo- what, what is often referred to as the lower offices. We don't hear about those uh, in other states. But it's, it was happening all over this nation that moms were out to vote, kicking people out of their school boards because of the craziness that had been happening in the last couple of years. Uh, I've said it before, COVID in one sense was a, was a blessing um, to what was going on in the schools. We got a window of looking into the school systems and finding out what was going on. So all across the nation, um, people were, were being unseated and new people are coming in to take those spots because people said this, this cannot happen in our nation again. And so some of the big tickets, yeah, they, they went in ways that I would not have uh, projected them to go. Um, not nearly as, as, as big or as, as tall as a red wave. Um, but the depth of it, Chris Ann Hall, we've had Chris Ann Hall at Believers Fellowship a couple times, and uh, she is uh, nationally known in, in the political realm and uh, constitutional attorney. She used this phrase. She said the depth. We didn't see it on the surface. We didn't see it come up high, but the depth of the wave going down into the lower levels of local uh, jurisdictions, of, of local authorities, that went red. It's a little surprising that Polk County, we didn't do it here, um, you know, we had a couple different options sitting there on our school board race, and uh, we didn't we didn't go deep red on it. Um, we we went to the to the middle instead of the the, the farther right side. But um, but what do we do about all of that? And so we'll talk more about that in, in a little bit. Um, but uh, here's here's my my hope uh, for for what remains. So there's a few seats that are still being counted. There's a couple runoffs that are going to take place. And uh, man, I, I hope that the, the rest of the people that maybe haven't gotten deeply involved, um, that, that we finish this thing out. The, the, something that, that we have to recognize, elections are not a finish line. Elections are a starting line. In other words, for the next two, four years, whatever the terms, in some states, you've got six years on a, on a senator, uh, a term for a senator. Um, this is, we're, we're coming into the start of something. So we need to be fully engaged over these next two, four, six years. We need to be fully engaged as, as Christian people. You say, well, I'm not a Christian, but I'm a conservative. Well, you need to be fully engaged uh, in, in holding the line and, and pushing back the darkness, pushing back the evil narratives, pushing back the stuff that has tried to encroach um, into our, our freedoms and, and into morality in America. Uh, we, get, we have to push it back and, uh, and, and reclaim stake of the ground for righteousness' sake. We need to make sure that even in our own lives that the things that are just ungodly, that just aren't right, we have to push them out of our lives. So we're not expecting government to save us. Jesus Christ is the Savior, and he's given us a manual, if you want to call it that. He's given us a Bible. He's given us a set of instructions in which to live our life. And so I'm not looking for the government to be my Savior, but I am looking for the, the righteous people of God to get their act together and to hold the line and to push back the darkness. So we'll talk a little bit more about it. We'll talk about some hope, and I'm going to talk to you about uh, the unfair advantage that you and I have 
as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. You are listening to Ask the Preacher, and uh, we will be back in just a couple minutes, well, a few minutes, right after these uh, messages at the bottom of the hour here. Stay tuned. And let's get back and start the second half of Ask the Preacher, your weekly chance to have your Bible questions answered, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Here is John Freed. Hey, welcome back to the Ask the Preacher program. Glad you're listening today. And um, it's Veterans Day. A lot of you probably had the day off today. So uh, instead of driving home on this wet Friday, you might be sitting on your front porch. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, happy Veterans Day. It is a happy day. I am ever so happy and blessed and grateful to live in the United States of America. I am, I am grateful that we have men and women who decide voluntarily to go serve in our armed forces to keep, uh, to keep us safe. Listen, I, I'm, I'm probably with a lot of you in the sense that uh, there's a bunch of stuff that I recognize America does that America shouldn't do. We have entangled ourselves in all sorts of affairs all, on, all over the place, all over the globe. And so um, it's, uh, there's, there's stuff where we just shouldn't be there. But nonetheless, um, I, I believe most of the people that go into the armed forces, they do out of their love for this country out of their love for freedom. And so uh, I am, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful. And the rest of you should be too. I'm very grateful to the men and women who gave or risked uh, their, their life um, to, to keep us free. And, um, you know, I, I pray for our leaders that, that we become very careful as to what we engage ourselves. We should not be meddling in the affairs all over on everybody else's nations, um, but uh, protect America. We should be America first, America first, and uh, let let other people govern themselves. We govern ourselves. And uh, anyway, I don't don't want to dig too deep into that uh, some today because what I, what I really want to get into talking about is to to helping you as whoever you are as an individual understand some advantages that you have because of Christ Jesus. Now I'll be real honest with you. Um, I've been lying all the way up till now. No, I haven't been. I've been honest the whole time. But um, if you're not born again, you need to be born again. You say, well, what is being born again? If you have not given and submitted your life to the lordship of Jesus Christ, in other words, if you have not made Jesus Christ the boss of your life, if you have not put him in control of your life, then um, you know you you don't have the advantage of what it is to be a child of God. Not everyone is a child of God. You say, well, isn't God the creator of all? Yes, he is the creator of all. So in in that general sense, you could say that we're all a a child of God. But Jesus himself said uh, to the the religious people of the day, the people that knew the most um, of the scriptures, but they, they didn't have it in their heart. They just had it in their head. He said that their father was the devil. He says, you're of your father, the devil. You're a liar just like your daddy is. And so anyway, if those people could, could be called by Jesus the children of the devil or to say that the devil is their father, well, then we understand that not, not everyone is a child of God. God may have created everyone, but not everyone is a child of God. Well, how do you become a child of God? Well, he's got an open invitation to join his family. That o- open invitation came through Jesus Christ. 
Jesus Christ paid the sacrifice of your sin. He paid the the, the cost, the price. The, the Scripture says the penalty or the wages of sin is death, and Jesus died for your penalty. And so because of that, he made an open invitation. In other words, if you're going to be admitted into this kingdom, there is a price that has to be paid. But he, but God understood that you and I were not able, when we were not worthy, we were not righteous, we were not holy, we could not pay that price ourselves. So God became flesh and dwelt among us through Jesus Christ. He paid that price. In other words, you could say the admission price has been has been paid. But you've got to take a hold of that and believe it for yourself. Um, you must believe in your heart. So um, anyway, but when you do that, you take on an advantage. Let's think about this for a second. Do you think any member of the royal family is disadvantaged? In the last uh, uh, royal family being in England, um, <laughs> I mean, look, you can look at even in, in America. Uh, it's not supposed to be this way, but you look at anybody of any type of high position. Look at Hunter Biden. Look at what he's gotten away with. There's, there's some advantages, if you will, um, to just having the name of somebody who has who has authority, whether they have it rightly or whether they have it wrongly, there's an advantage of having uh, connections to that. Well, God acquired the righteousness of his name rightly. Otherwise, it would not be righteous. And so he has gifted you the advantage of coming in under his name. Um, <laughs> the, the freed name around Believer's Fellowship, there's a level of, of respect and honor towards that name. Well, just because my parents started the church, um, you know, I'm the pastor of the church now, he has a freed name. That don't mean you can get away with anything you want to, but th- the name is recognized there. Um, you, you recognize my, my point and what I'm, what I'm trying to get across there. So when you carry the name of Christ, when you become a bona fide Christian, not just something that you call yourself— but when you become a child of God, you bear the name of Jesus Christ. You are here on this earth in his stead or in his place. Did you know that demons tremble at the name of Jesus? The name of Jesus is a name that's higher than any other name. The scripture says that the name of Jesus, every tongue confesses and every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord of all to the glory of God the Father. Every uh, demon in hell knows the name of Jesus. So what does that mean? That means sickness and disease, sin, depression, anxiety, fear. All of these things, they're related to the kingdom of darkness. They have to bow at the name of Jesus. I want to share with you out of Psalm chapter 118, Psalm 118, Psalm 118, verses 6 through 11. And here's the the point that I I want to get to you uh, with this unfair advantage, so to speak, the advantage that you have when you come into Christ, when you become born again, when you become a child of God. Uh, It comes out of the first few words out of Psalm 118, verses 6 through 11. The first few words say, the Lord is on my side side. If you've turned there in your Bible, Psalm 118, verses, verse 6, the Lord is on my side. 
You can underline that. Maybe you should write that down. Maybe you should text that to yourself because you might need to start reminding yourself of that right out of the Scriptures, Psalm 118, verse 6. The Lord is on my side. Now, I've already established you got to understand that. That's that's uh, something that people that believe in Him, you can claim that. The Lord is on your side. The next line says, I will not fear what man might do to me. Other translations say differently. It says, the Lord is on my side. I, I won't fear what, what men can do to me. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Some of them might say it this way. If the Lord is on my, my side, can man do anything to me? Therefore, I will not be afraid. There's all sorts of different ways to look at that. But when you become a child of God, what you have to understand is you have an advantage. Why? Because the Lord is on your side. The next verse, Psalm 118, verse 7, the Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those even who hate me. When you have enemies, but yet the Lord is on your side, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So this is what I want to tell you. Get your eye off of your enemy and get your eye fixed on your God. Get your eyes fixed on the Lord. Keep your eyes fixed on the one who is for you instead of having your eyes fixed on the ones who are against you. My eye, my own eyes, this is what this, this really is saying here. The one who stands beside me is my hero, and he rescues me. That's the Lord. The Lord is for me among those who help me. The Lord is my hero and my, my rescuer. And I will see with my own eyes the defeat of my enemies. I have triumphed over them all. you got to get your eyes off of your enemies and get your eyes on your Savior. Next verse, verse 8, Psalm 118, verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in men. Verse 9. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Here's what I want you to get out of this. I'm connecting this over to the government situations. Now, I am a firm believer that Christians ought to be engaged in politics. Christians ought to be engaged in, in governance. Christians ought to be engaged in school systems and in economic systems and in health systems and in all of these systems. Why? Well, because supposedly uh, we, we, serve, we serve the Lord and, and we have good character and high morality, biblical morality. We ought to be in all of these systems because those are the only way that they'll work right. But here's, here's the thing. It's better to trust in the Lord and to put confidence in man. I'm not looking for the government to come and save me. I am looking for righteous men and righteous women to be engaged in government so that we can correct the governance issues. But I'm not looking for the government to come and rescue me out of, the, my, out of my trouble. The government can give you stimulus checks all day long, every day for the rest of your life, but it won't change your financial situation. But if you'll get your, your thinking right in line with God's word, it'll change your financial situation. It'll change your health. It'll change your emotional man. It'll change your outlook on life and in everything about it. Well, I got to take a break, but we'll be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. My name is John, uh, pastor of Believers Fellowship Church. And if you want to hang around, uh, yeah, just stay right there. We'll be back in a couple minutes with more. Welcome back to Ask the Preacher, brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church in North Lakeland. Let's get back to John. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening today. 
And uh, happy Veterans Day to all of you who uh, served in our arms, armed forces. Thank you. Thank you very much. It is um, from, from the bottom of my heart, I, I appreciate what you have done uh, in, in serving our nation. I, um, it, it is a little surprising to me, and I can understand some of it, but you know the Republican Party and, and most um, Christians and, and believers and, and conservatives, um, patriots in America, we have always been um, pro-armed forces and, and pro uh, you know, pro-military and pro—not that we're pro-war. Uh, we just believe that strong armed forces is a great defense, and it keeps people from wanting to mess with us because we bite back hard. Anyway, um, and we've been pro-police and and pro-law and order and all of those things. And then in the last couple of years, there's been so much corruption uh, and and stuff that's been found out. That uh, if we're not careful, we end up um, coming against the good guys, coming against the innocent guys, uh, guys and gals that have signed up. Uh, so I am still uh, pro-police, uh, even though there's a, maybe a lot. There may be a lot of, of bad police officers. That doesn't change the fact that the principle of, um, of the police and, and the law enforcement, that the principle is a good, godly principle. And that's why we need good, godly people running stuff. So that our policies will be will be correct, and our execution of said policies will also be correct. We need righteousness, and so I believe that uh, right right now across this nation, these last few months, um, people are waking up and sticking a stake in the ground. Uh, I'm going to call it a red flag, if you will, to say the blood of Jesus, um, righteousness must reign in our nation, and it is coming back. Um, there are people all over this nation that are recognizing that the, the ways of the devil, the ways of the enemy are not prosperous ways. They are not good ways. And they are turning and saying, uh, I, I know what it's like. My dad used to have a commercial on here. And he says, I've been, I think he said, I've been rich, I've been poor, or something like that. Uh, and uh, I've been up and I've been down. And let me tell you, friends, up is better. Uh, it, it is up is up is just better. Doing things God's way is just better, and and when you get in line with God and His way of doing things, you experience the advantage of being a child of God. You experience the advantage of being part of the kingdom of God. And so uh, I, I talked with you last segment about Psalm one hundred eighteen. In the middle of that chapter, there verses six through eleven. The Lord is on my side. It's better to trust in the Lord than it is to trust in, in men. Our, my, our confidence should not be in men. Our confidence should not be in the government. Our confidence, our trust is in the Lord. Now, the Lord might put you to work and you say, hey, we need to change some things. Well, if your confidence and your trust is in him, then your answer back to God should always be, yes, sir. Yes, sir, in recognizing that he'll never lead you in the wrong direction. But he will always lead you into advantage. And so um, talking to you about that, I'm just going to keep harping on that word advantage. It is to your advantage to serve Jesus Christ. Um, I, I, I made emphasis of that phrase, the Lord is on my side. I want to make a, another emphasis here. The favor of the Lord is on you. When you become a child of God, his favor is on you. You know there was a blessing that Moses spoke over the over the people and and he prayed may his face shine upon you or may his face look 
towards you. There's a very popular song. It's called The Blessing right now, and it's basically a song uh, using that, that, that blessing of Moses that he prayed over Israel. The favor of the Lord is upon you. So in Psalm chapter 5, verses 11 and 12, it says, But let all those who rejoice and put their trust in you, let them ever shout for joy, because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. Your defense becomes the favor of God. It's, a, it's an unfair advantage when God's favor is towards you, but his disapproval, if you will, is, is towards your enemies. Oh, my goodness. He protects you. He blesses you. Um, you know, a lot of people walk through their Christian life, and they do it with their face down. And the reality is, if God is looking at you, your face should be upheld. Your face should be, lift up your countenance. Rejoice and be glad. If if you have uh, the, the forgiveness of sin that comes from the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, you of all people should be most happy. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. Inflation can do whatever it wants to do. I don't want it to go up. I want it to come down. But anything can happen in this world. But my God is for me. Who can be against me? I've got an unfair advantage. The favor of God shines upon me. Why? Because I'm special? No, no, not really. Because Jesus is special, and I've decided to hook up with him. You should decide that too. Hook up with Jesus. The favor of God will shine upon you, and it will set you apart. So grace and peace be multiplied to you through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So this is, uh, there's a lot of hope. I have hope because I have Jesus, and you can have hope too. Just call upon the name of the Lord. Well, folks, we've come to the end of our time for the show today. My name is John Freed. I'm the pastor at Believers Fellowship Church in North Lakeland. I want to invite you to come be a part of us. Look us up online, believersfellowship.com. Tune in every Friday, 5 o'clock, and uh, we, I hope to meet you. Have a good weekend. God bless you.